I mean, boxing is the loneliest sport in the world. So, you know, it's pretty much just you and how how you do things. And you can see that in the ring. Like if you haven't been doing your running or if you haven't been doing, you know, eating well or anything, you can you can see it. And it's showed me how to um, go through tough times. Like I think it's shaped me to who I am now and like, like I've, you know, accomplished so much and yeah, I think I wouldn't have it any other way. My name is Tina Rahimi and I'm an Australian amateur boxer and I've just competed at the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. Um, I've also been boxing for five years now. Okay, so my, my story is a bit all over the place. So I actually grew up with my dad. So my dad pretty much raised um, us three girls. My mum wasn't really in the picture at the time. My parents are um, Iranian and my dad came here um, I'm pretty sure when he was 17 years old um, and he came here through wrestling. So he wanted to um, continue wrestling here in Australia. Um, and yeah, he's been Australian champion a few times. This is all back in the 80s and, and 90s and um, European champion. I feel like he had a lot of expectations as, as three girls, like expected us to know how to cook, how to clean, um, yeah, like how to, yeah, do the washing, do the bed. So it was like a lot of expectations, but because we were so young living with him um, alone, I think I was in year seven when we started um, living with him alone. It was, it, was, it was pretty tough, like, you know, not to have like a, um, a mum around in the house. Like you don't hear a lot of people being raised just by their dad. He was always active. So even after his, his um, career, his wrestling career, he was um, always still going to the gym and, and taking care of his health. So um, we grew up sort of, um, into sports so he put my sisters into swimming so he always like wanted us to stay active um, so he was he put my sisters into swimming where I wasn't really a fan of swimming so he, I started doing um, soccer um, and he always used to like take us to the park and and um, you know take us for a jog and a run so I feel like yeah so we, we were a part of like a really active um, lifestyle you know he didn't have like he's obviously not that as sensitive as a female so like when you go for him for advice or anything, it, it won't be like an emotional thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was like, yeah, but yeah, it's it's great. Like I I don't I wouldn't have it any other way. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my mum's amazing. Like now we speak to her and she's really supportive um, when it comes to um, boxing and she just gets scared. Obviously, she's like, don't get hurt or she's been to two of my fights um, as well. I just wanted to do something that I was interested in and I love. I don't want to live the rest of my life um, doing a nine to five job or 
you know, going to work unhappy. So as long as I find something that I'm passionate about and I love, that's what I want to wake up and do every single day. And that's what I feel like I've found boxing. And that's where I would, you know, have all my time or put all my time into boxing because I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I was just working at like um, like a, a call centre, so where I was doing just like before the tax office. Um, I used to work there. Then I worked for a superannuation company, and then I started um, doing a makeup course because I was really into makeup. I always liked just doing my own makeup, and I always used to do like my sisters and my friends. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I make my hobby into a career? So I started. Um, I did a, a short course with um, one of the makeup artists um, in my uh, like local area, and then um, yeah, I, I did makeup for around five years before I I stopped. It was around the same time that I started boxing, where I started doing makeup as well. Um, I mean, it really picked picked up, um, and it was amazing. But I just had to let go of that to dedicate my time to boxing. Because I dedicate so much time to boxing, it's hard to have like a social life and be really close to like even family and friends because, you know, I'm at the gym pretty much every night um, and most people work during the day. So when I get invited to like an event or um, like, or just to come out for dinner or go to like one of someone's house, one of our friend's um, house, I would be like, no, I can't. And people would get upset um, and be like, oh, you never come out, like, why don't you just come out? Why don't you just miss out training one day? And I honestly won't do it. Like, I'd be like, no, I, I, if I miss out on training, I feel like I've missed out on a day of improving. Um, and that's way more important to me than going out and, and eating, like, crap food that's going to make me gain weight and, <laughs> you know, make me feel, like, bad about myself. So, yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's hard because you feel like you don't have as much of a social life. Um, but I've made great boxers um, now, especially in the Australian team, which I feel like we all understand each other and we have like a good connection with each other. And, um, you know, I feel like those, these girls and, you know, um, some of the guys as well will, will always have a, a, a good connection. Um, yeah, so, but I don't feel like I need anyone anyways. Like, I'm just like boxing, boxing, boxing. Eat, sleep, train, repeat. Like, I'm happy to just do that. I, I can't really remember like the the first day, but I just remember signing up with like one of my friends, um, and we were actually doing women's only classes, and um, I was pretty unfit. I remember hitting the bag for like not even ten seconds, and I just ran out of breath. Um, and then when, when we did the more like technical sessions, um, I just remember like it just felt good, like, and I felt like I was catching on really quickly. Um, so when I like, for example, throwing a hook, I feel like my technique was pretty good. Um, well, at least that's what my what the coach told me. Um, and then I remember would it was it was just like I I kept like pushing myself um, just to you know improve every day. And then I remember the one of the coaches she actually did the adult classes as well. So she was training. She was actually a fighter. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'll try out the fighters classes because I I just 
that's all I used to think about going to training. Um, and then that's when I did the um, adults and the fighters class. And then um, we had a, a male um, coach and he was also a fighter. So yeah, I, I was like, oh, I wanna like try this out. And, and we, I did some sparring. And then I remember just everyone getting shocked because I'd sparred some of the boys as well. And I just had um, the courage to just go in and get hit. And I wasn't like afraid. And then, um, yeah, I was like, oh, I want to fight. And then I seen, like, I went to one of the fights that my friends, um, one, of my, one of the girls competed in. And then I just, I remember it was in October, I think, October 2017. And I just got so motivated. And she was actually a hijabi as well. Um, and she was, yeah, she competed at the time. It was like her fourth fight. And back then there was like no other hijabi fighters um, and after I saw her fight I was like oh I want to do it I want to do it I want to jump in there and then around six months later I had my first fight um, I remember when when I first put the hijab on it was actually a, a, a few months um, prior to I don't know if you heard about this the siege in it was like an ISIS thing back in, I think, 2015, from what I recall. Um, so there was like this um, man who held people hostage in like a cafe in, in Sydney. Um, and he, I can't really remember what happened, but it was like a thing that went on for, for a few days and he claimed to be from ISIS. And um, I remember it was when I first put the hijab on and I just felt like a target. So I, like everywhere I'd go, I'd feel like people were looking at me and especially for someone who just put the hijab on. And I remember one time I was on the bus and I went off the bus and then there was a man that got off on my stop as well. And then he, he's like, oh, you bloody ISIS or something. And he's like, oh, is it? And, I, and I was like, that's so rude. Like I got offended and I was so shy back then as well. And I was, I was walking off and he's like, what are you going to do? Call your brother on me. And I was like, just walking and I didn't say anything. And I was just like boiling my eyes out. And I feel like that really traumatized me from that day. Like I felt like, Everywhere I'd go, like people were just looking at me and I just felt like different. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially a place where there's not many Muslims around, like I would go and I'll just look to see if like that person's giving me eye contact or, you know, and that's why I feel like with boxing, it's really, really like boosted my confidence and self-esteem. Like now, like if someone looks at me, I'm like, hello. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How's it going? <laughs> like, I really don't care what you think of me. Like, I'm just trying to be me and this is who I am. And, you know, I'm required to wear the hijab and I, and I wear it with pride. So, yeah. Well, before every single round, I always say like, Bismillah, like, Allahu Akbar. Like, I always like, I always make a lot of dua. Like, uh, even before, like, I don't like to listen to music or anything because I feel like, um, that's not going to help me in the ring. So, um, yeah, so I'm always like making dua like that I, I become victorious and that I will win. So, um, yeah, before every single round, I always say like, Bismillah, like I always just like, um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's very important. Like I think, I think it's, I guess it's good in, in a way that I do do boxing because I actually feel like as weird as it sounds it actually brings me closer like to God, because like I would stay up nights just praying to Hajud. Like I'll wake up before like Fajr, um, like the morning prayer. And then I would um, pray to Hajud, which is obviously the extra prayer to like get your prayers answered. Um, so I'll do extra just so I can like, God could answer my prayers, you know? Um, 
so I'll wake up for Tahajud and then I'll do my morning prayer and then I'll go back to sleep. So I, and I'm like, oh, if I, I keep praying to God and then, um, you know, asking him for help, then whatever he wills will happen. I just got really nervous, like having my first fight. I felt um, I was just really nervous because I was pretty, I was a pretty shy like person. Like I was, I never had the confidence um, to go out and compete in the ring. Like I thought, because there's no um, females in the hijab that do wear it, apart from my friend who was in my gym. Um, I just felt like people were going to look at me and just, just judge me and like, just think that I'm not a good boxer. Um, so I was really nervous and I was just scared of what people would think of me. And I think that's what really affected me before walking out. And I remember, I just went so hard that I ran out of breath in like the first round and I literally felt like dying in there. Like I was like, like I have videos of me in my first fight where I'm dropping my hands and just like, just, it was like no technique, but it, it just took heart at that time, like just to win your fight. Um, but yeah, even before the fight, I was so nervous. I was like, why am I here? Like, who am I doing this for? Um, and I was just having a panic attack. I was crying before and I didn't want to walk out because it was like a bit of a crowd. Um, and yeah, and then when I walked out and once I was in the ring, I felt amazing and I just went wild and then I want my first fight and then I was like, oh, I want to do this again. And then I just started training even harder than I did the first time. There's nothing like a feeling of when you're in the ring, like like you can train so hard and like literally die on the boxing bag and inspiring, but you'll get a different feeling when you're actually in the ring. Um, that's why they say, you know, train hard, fight easy. But yeah, you have to train hard. I'm telling you, like that phrase is so like relevant. One fight that really, really, really made me upset, like I think this was the worst of them all is when I fought in New Zealand. Um, and that was just in June. Uh, they needed to qualify to come to the Commonwealth Games. So they um, got the Aussie team to come out to New Zealand to compete so they can qualify. You know, this is home ground advantage. I won the fight like fair and square. Like, I don't even think I was like I wasn't because I had to fight two days in a row. I was fighting both the 57 kilo girl and the 60. So I had to make weight for both fights. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. The both Commonwealth game representatives. Anyway, so I fought on the first day and they gave it to her on a split decision. <laughs> so I went into the change room and I could not stop crying. Like this was worse than all my fights. Like, I think everyone heard me. Like I just couldn't hold it in. Like I was so depressed, but then I fought. And then like, I had people from New Zealand coming up to me and like apologizing to me and saying like, you clearly won that fight. But I was like, okay with it after because I'm like, oh, like they need to qualify. So they obviously got a win, you know? But then the next day I beat the 60 kilo girl, which is not even in my division. So I think they knew that they were a bit dodgy, but yeah, that was the worst ever. Like I've never cried that much before. Um, yeah, so when I'm in the ring, like sometimes I, it's more like the fitness um, or like sometimes your shoulders get tired because you jab so much and then you're getting hit. Um, I remember like there's times where I just told myself, oh, you can't throw another punch. Like you just, 
you're like, like I'm giving up in my head myself, like, oh, nah, like, you know, just take it easy. I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's weird because I actually talk to myself in there. Um, and then I tell myself, no, like you've got like six minutes left or you've got like, if it's obviously it's three, three minute rounds. If it's like the second round, I'm tired. I'll just keep talking to myself. You'll regret it. Like keep going, keep pushing. And then I just sometimes go in with like, ah, like <laughs> crazy shots. But yeah, there's times where like I, I just talk to myself and tell myself to keep going because it's only a few more minutes and you'd rather know that you pushed and you gave it 100% than to jump out and be like, oh, I could have done more. You know what I mean? So that's why with my fight at the, the Commonwealth Games, my last fight, I know that I gave it literally everything. Like I was talking to myself and I like, especially when I was on the inside. So what you do, you tend to hold when you're tired. And sometimes I would go into hold and be like, no, what are you doing? Like throw punches. I'll try not to hold, obviously if she's not holding. And then I'll try to throw some punches and be like, and I'll just suffer now, you know? Um, and I know that I won't regret it. So yeah, I mean, it's really, really tough, but it's just about having that mental strength and building that mental strength because you're not gonna die. Like I'm not gonna die in there, obviously, unless you get knocked out, but you know that you're, your body can do it, you know, you, you, you can physically do it. So you just got to keep going and going um, until you, you're, you know, you can get the win. Yeah, so when I do lose, I might be like depressed for like a day or two, like now, because it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a fight and it actually motivates me more. Sometimes you need that loss um, for your ego. Like sometimes you might be on a win streak and you're like, oh, I'm the best boxer in the world, you know? So it's, sometimes it's great to have that loss to just realize that you need to work on things and it keeps you motivated and it keeps your drive going. Um, but yeah, like I said, when I do win or when I do lose, I believe it's all in the hands of God. Like that's what's meant to be for me. So I don't really allow it to affect me. Um, I feel like, yeah, you need to be really confident. You need to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? What, what your neighbor's going to believe in you, your, your friends? Like, if you tell your friend, oh, like, I'm scared of losing this fight, that gives them doubt in you as well. So you always have to be confident and show everyone that you believe in your skills. You've got to always, um, you know, compete on a regular basis, um, you know, uh, be on a strict diet, and can't go to any events or can't really see family. And, you know, now it's a lot of traveling as well. So you're going to be away from home um, a lot. Um, I mean, it's, it's really, really overwhelming because like, I was like, oh, like, I don't understand why I'm like blowing up so much because I'm just like a normal like person and then, um, you know, but people interviewing me and telling me, oh, you're, you've been the talk all around the world. And it's just like, oh, have I? <laughs> like, you just get worried and you just like, because I'm, the day, I'm not like perfect. I'm not like, I'm no like role model. Like as much as people might see me as that, I'm just like a normal person just trying to enjoy life and, you know, enjoy my boxing and just living life as who I am. I'm literally just being myself. Like I've always trained the way I have. Um, like I don't, this attention doesn't really bother me. And it's like I said, it's really overwhelming that people are looking at me as a role model because I'm not perfect. And like, I might make mistakes where people don't think 
that's like an ideal Islamic thing to do, you know what I mean? So um, it's hard when people call me a role model because like I said, it's, it's just tough because yeah, I'm not, I might not be the best Muslim as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's great for me to inspire other, other females and for them to look at me and think that, you know, anything is possible because look at how I dress and, um, you know, fighting in the hijab. And it's, it's amazing for me to, to give that inspiration to everyone around the world. Um, I feel like I'm getting a lot of support from, uh, from Muslims all around the world. Like, you know, they, they're like, oh, I'm so proud of you, sister, you know. Um, you're, you know, um, breaking stereotypes and, you know, um, they're just like, yeah, it's, it's, I've been getting a lot of support, but then you have other people that would be like, oh, women shouldn't box, women should stay at home. Um, like I said, I'm just doing me, like, <laughs> stop judging me. But, um, yeah, so there's obviously so much support, but then there's people that are saying, like, you shouldn't be boxing, you know, but... Yeah, can't make everyone happy. You just gotta do what works for you. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that people can see that, you know, Muslim women um, are just normal people. We're not terrorists or, you know, just because we're, we wear the hijab um, and dress like this, you know, we're not oppressed. And like, these are just things that um, a lot of people think about us because they're not, they, don't, they might not know many Muslim um, females so yeah um, I, I guess I can uh, people can look at my story and look at me and, and, and know that I'm not oppressed and I'm happy and and you know I wear the hijab with pride and this is something that I want to do and um, you know what I've chosen to do and yeah I hope that message can go all around the world and yeah yeah <laughs>